It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, just a small handful of days before we get to Super Bowl 56, the Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Of course, the Rams in the Super Bowl for the second time in the last four years. And Al, joining us right now is somebody who is a member of that Super Bowl team for Super Bowl 53, currently a member of the Cleveland Browns, John Johnson III joining us right now. John, good morning. How you feeling? Good morning, good morning. I'm feeling all right. Uh, just touched down in L.A., so uh, I'm back home. Well, yeah, back home. I'm enjoying it. I'm just getting ready for the weekend. Absolutely. So, John, let's start right here. You, you've been through this. You've been through the process of getting ready for a Super Bowl and everything that it entails kind of in the middle of the week before the big game on Sunday. What, what is it? Is it a normal week? Is it normal preparation for a football game, or is it totally different? Oh, yeah, the football stuff is, is refreshing. You know, during the week, it's a bunch of media. Uh, it's a bunch of, you know, activities and stuff that they have you doing. So that part's kind of draining. But, yeah, like I said, when you get to football, it is kind of pretty standard. It's just you're getting ready for a work week and um, putting your best workout down Sunday. John, can it, can it be a distraction? I mean, with, with everything going on, especially that the Super Bowl is here in L.A., SoFi Stadium, if you were a player today that's in this Super Bowl and, and speaking more from your experience when you were with the Rams, how much of a distraction is it or you're able to kind of put everything to the side and as you get closer to Sunday, you're just paying attention to the game? Right. I think uh, it goes down to the leadership of the team, you know, the head coach, the staff of the team, uh, to make it not a distraction. Like I said, it, it, it could be kind of draining um, just going through the motions. It's got to be different places. And, uh, you know, being a, you know when I played, uh, we were in Atlanta. So that was a huge distraction. We, we, I think we did a pretty good job of, you know, staying in, not really going out. I know it's a little unique this time around because they're actually in their home city. But, you know, I think it's just down to the leadership of the team, you know, trying to keep everybody uh, just to focus on that goal, focus on the prize, and remember why you're here. So it, it could be a lot, but I think blocking it out would be a best bet. We're talking with John Johnson, who's a member of the Rams Super Bowl 53 team, currently playing for the Cleveland Browns. And, John, how much of a difference do you think that makes? Like you mentioned, when you were with the Rams, you went to the Super Bowl. It was in Atlanta, so it was it was a road trip, right? And in football, you don't take week-long road trips typically, but that's a different animal altogether. How, how much of an advantage is it for the Rams to be at home, have a, a routine, sleep in their own beds, all of those things? Never mind the fans that may or may not be at the game on Super Bowl Sunday, but just the routine of being around the, your own facility, your own practice. How how much of a difference could that make? Oh, I think it makes the world of a difference. Like you said, you didn't have to get on the plane. Um, you know, I was on Instagram. I saw the, the send-offs. Uh, I think they probably just went to a location in L.A. and, like you said, go back home to their bed. So it is like a pretty standard week for them. So I think that's a huge advantage. You know, Cincinnati had to travel, got to stay in a, a foreign place, a, a random hotel bed. And uh, so I think it's a huge advantage. And we'll, we're going to see on Sunday how, how much it uh, takes a toll on them. John, you got an opportunity this season, um, you know, obviously representing the Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> excuse me. You faced the Cincinnati Bengals twice. Um, mm-hmm. wh- what do you expect on Sunday from this Bengals team, and, and how much of a surprise is it to you that they're representing the AFC, or, or did you think that as the season progressed, hey, this could be a team that, uh, that you know, certainly causes trouble in the AFC? 
Oh, yeah, just being in the league, you know, for the time that I have, uh, it comes down to momentum. It's a momentum game, and whoever gets hot at the right time can go. And, and they were a team that, that got hot, you know, towards the end. Uh, Burrow started dicing people up, them for 400-plus yards, <laughs> you know, four touchdowns a game. So it, it's, that's what it's down to. And even, like, within games, it's all about momentum, momentum. You know, you can be down by 21, you catch that streak, you end up being up by 14. So I think, uh, you know, just getting to this big game, it'll be huge. Coach Zach Taylor's done a great job, as we can see. And he, he was on the Rams staff. So I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people expect, just, you know, both coaches knowing each other uh, thoroughly. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a real schematic, competitive game, and I'm looking forward to watching it. You know, you got a chance to compete against OBJ in practice. This, you know, he comes over from Cleveland in the middle of the year and joins the Rams. Any surprise to you at all that he's had as much success here as he has? Because there was a lot of, hey, maybe he's kind of lost it. Maybe he's not the guy he was, and he showed up here and he's been terrific. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, just seeing his his work ethic, his drive. You know, I think that's what separates him from. Um, the competition, you know, a lot of people don't see that. They see like all the stuff on TV, you know, they see all his videos, you know, whatever he's doing at the time. But, you know, just being in the same building as him, you see it, you see, you know, it, it's, it's contagious. It, it rubs off on people. So I'm not surprised at all. I just think he needed his shot. Um, I'm not too sure he was, you know, happy about going to work every day in Cleveland. But as you can see, you know, L.A. is probably a better place for him. And um, it's been showing. So I'm, I'm just happy for him. I'm excited, excited to watch. Um, from your position, you know, obviously being a free safety, and, and I'm sure over the years had a couple matchups with Matt Stafford. Um, just, I'm, I'm curious, coming into a game like this, what, what have you noticed in Matt Stafford's career? And I, I, you know, he played for a Detroit Lions franchise. It, it was really tough for them to make any noise. He was 0-3 in the playoffs coming into this playoff run. He's a win away from winning a Super Bowl. What is it about his game? Um, matchups maybe that you've played played against him in the past that uh, that you're most looking forward to see this weekend? Oh, yeah. Um, just Stafford, from what I'm seeing, I think I did play him once. Uh, I think it was that Super, Super Bowl year, actually. Um, but he's always been a gunslinger. You know, you just go back to his college days. He has a big arm. I think that's the thing that sticks out to him. You know, his decision-making is there. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing I think is, you know, besides Calvin Johnson, he didn't really have the – best of teams and um you know I, I feel like Detroit and the city it might be a little tough to play play there um so I think just you know a brand new start come to LA everything is young around him it's, it's lively I think I just really brought the best out of him and uh he's been delivering um he's been controlling games and it's, it's just it's huge for him so um I think coming up this week I think if he can control the game uh not turn the ball over I think he'd, they'll be just fine they're gonna come out with a win John, I'm going to ask you about your position relative to what's going on here in L.A., and this is a very technical question about Eric Weddle. What the hell? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) (laughs) How is he doing what he's doing after sitting on the couch for two years? You know, I was a little nervous, you know, when he first said uh, he was coming back. You know, I know towards the end of that 2019 year, he was kind of, you know, feeling his age and getting up there, but maybe he just needed some rest. You know, I I don't know. But like I said, I was kind of worried. Uh, after watching that last game, I was like, "Whoa, you know, this guy can still play at an extremely high level, and um, you know, he needs a ring, you know, for his for his legacy." So, I had no, I don't think anyone seen it coming. You know, once the, they had a couple safeties get injured, I don't think anyone seen it coming. But I, I shot him a text. He said, "You know, I couldn't miss this opportunity." I said, "Oh man!" So <laughs> he's back and he's playing at a, still at a high level. So I'm happy for him. John, you mentioned that you think that um, this game will be a lot closer than people are, uh, or. Uh, maybe more than people are predicting or whatever the case is. What What is your prediction? If you had to pick 
um, between the Rams and the Bengals. What do you think? What do you think plays out on Sunday? Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, I think the the defenses are going to try to scheme these guys. You know, when you have two standout performers, you know, like a, a Jamar Chase and a Cooper Cup, I think it will make sense to take them out of the game. Easier said than done. But um, I think they know each other really well. Like I said, I think Zach Taylor knows what Coach McVay wants to do. So I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. But I can't shake this buzz that's in this city right now. You know, it's kind of like – it's kind of like LA's year. I, I I can't not bet on these guys, um, but I would not be surprised if Cincinnati found found the way to win because just because they're so hot. Like I said, it's a momentum game, but um, yeah, it's just the buzz. You know, it being at home for for LA, and uh, we lost one a couple years ago, so I think it's it's just every all signs are pointing towards the Rams right now. John, I got one last quick one for you before we let you go. It's National Pizza Day. When you pick up your phone and order that pizza to the Johnson residence, what's on it? Oh. That's tough. I have like, I have like little uh, <laughs> little waves of pieces I like. I think right now, I'd have to just go ham and pineapple, maybe like a little Hawaiian. Sure, sure. But we- I, yeah, but I have I have waves. I, I used to be a meat lovers guy. You know, I used to be <laughs> all different types of pizza guy. So I, I think I have waves. Are you, are you a spicy guy by any chance, John? Because of that ham and pineapple with a little sriracha drizzle will make your socks roll up and down. I'm just John. Don't get him know. started, John. Don't get him started, bro. He'll be on the phone with you for thirty minutes talking about his topics. I think some, uh, I think some crushed red pepper flakes would do for me. There you go. That, that okay. We can meet in the middle on the crushed red pepper flakes. John Johnson, member of the Cleveland Browns, and of course was part of the Rams Super Bowl Fifty Three team a few years ago. John, good to talk to you again. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. Um, do you guys have a little time for me? Yeah. What do you got? Oh uh, yeah, I just um wanted to let everyone know I'm working with Unified Financial Credit Union. It's been a couple years I've been working with them, but um it's a new cryptocurrency service for its members, and uh, you we're gonna help them buy, sell, and hold Bitcoin. And I just need everyone to help me decide what charities I'm gonna get this money to. Mm-hmm. I have forty three thousand dollars in you know sponsorship money, and I have three different charities, and they all have to vote. The first place winner will get twenty three thousand dollars. Second place, no twenty thousand dollars. Second place winner get thirteen thousand. The third place winner will get ten thousand. So pretty much, I just need you guys to vote. That's all I'm asking for. I can handle the rest. And um, <laughs> the website is <laughs> the website is unifyfcu.com forward slash help jj three vote. And like I said, you can get more information there. But help me, can, can you throw it, these throw, charities, John. Please. John, throw out that website one more time. Unifyfcu.com forward slash help jj three vote. There you go. John Johnson the third. John, appreciate your time today. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Right, we'll talk right. to you again. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And I, you can tell, like the buzz, right? He's been to Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Atlanta had good buzz there. And this LA, it's just there, there's something in the air sleeve that's going on about what's coming up on Sunday. And it does feel, and again, I'm a homer. I'll admit it. It does feel like it's kind of going towards the Rams. And, and you don't have to be a homer to say that. I, I think that, I think most people would say, you go take a vote right now out of 10 people, probably seven or eight, or eight people are going to say, yeah, I think the Rams are going to win the game. Now, do they got to go out there and make it happen? Of course they do, but I, I don't think that's being a homer. I, I think that's more uh, a realistic guess. All right, so one of John Johnson's former Rams teammates had something to say about this Rams crew. That's coming up in just a little bit. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's kind of a controversial subject, right, Slee? Pineapple on pizza? Are we, are you, uh, which team are you on on that one? So I'm not, you know, I almost feel like people lose friendships over it. I'm o- I'm okay. It's all good. You want pineapple on your pizza, eat it. It's not going to be my top choice. Yeah. If there are four or five pizzas sitting around and everybody, and the only thing left is um, pineapple and ham, then I will eat that pineapple and ham. <laughs> yeah. Again, it won't be my top preference. I don't need pineapple on my pizza. There's other things that I prefer, but I'm not starting World War Three over it like most people. So... <laughs> That's the right answer. I think you're spot on on your ham pineapple pizza opinion. Why does everyone get so angry? I don't know. It's still pizza. It's still hot and cheesy and and wonderful. And if we can, like John Johnson wants, put a little red pepper flakes, or like Travis wants, drizzle a little sriracha on that sucker. That's a that's a good way to go as well. Um, the pepper flakes are clutch. By the way, do you ever you just actually you put way too much on there? And I'm like, all right, I'm not picking this whole thing. I'm just, <laughs> just gonna, gonna muscle through. I'm it. just gonna go through it. <laughs> you know, it's just, these are these are moments in life there. Um, you know, people kind of describe your character. What are you gonna do in that moment? You eat through the pizza with way too many. Pepper run flakes. towards the fire, Al. Don't run away from it. Run towards the fire. That's the that's how you know where true heroes are made. Um, I don't know how to take this, but so okay. I, I went to get a glass of water during the break. And I'm walking back, and, and Greg Bergman says to me, hey, Trav. Who? Um, <laughs> Berg says to me, Trav, you got, you got a second? Hey, yeah, what's up? He goes, hey, man, um, going through something right now. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know what? This this sounds serious. Did he say, hey, please don't tell anybody? No. And then, like, and then you just say, no. no, 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 absolutely not. And then you just walk you over and get on a mic. Wait, and turn say, that microphone on. I got a story I got to tell. And I'm like, yeah, you know, what, what's going on? And he goes, um. I've been doing really well. I've been eating. I've been eating healthy. Oh, I already been, got the I, answer. To I, this. I've been doing really well, and I know that this pizza's coming in. And yep. I'm not quite sure because Super Bowl's coming up. I might, you know, I'm going to have a day on the Super Bowl. Do I have a day today? And he's really struggling with the decision whether or not to dive into the pizza or not. So he put this out on Twitter. Um, I, I think I'm. I think I'm going to. When you got good, some good momentum going on something. I already know the route that you're going to take him down. I'm going to try and take him down the other route. <laughs> you know what? You're going to be surprised at what I told him. Screw it. Don't have any pizza. Yeah. If, if you're if you're if you're feeling good, things are going your way. Um, and, and this is what happens in these situations. If you say, "Well, I'm just yes, going to have right. it once," that ain't happening. When you get home, you're going to say, "Well, today then is my cheat day," and then it becomes my cheat week. And the next thing you know, um, you know. Uh, all hell breaks loose. So uh, as I, I say, don't have pizza. I told him the same thing, Al. but I'm eating pizza today. I, I told him the exact same thing. As someone who occasionally tries to fight the good fight, or as Demarco says, play for the tie. Like sometimes you got to just you know stay in your shoes a little bit. And you are exactly. I told him. I said, here's the thing, Greg. If you skip pizza day, you'll be fine. You you will be fine, and you'll stay strong the rest of the day. You'll probably have a good Thursday, a good Friday, and people won't through. respect you anymore. But that's fine. <laughs> no. But if you slip up, 
it's the ultimate slippery slope, right? Because you're going to tell yourself lies. No, you're off. You're going yeah, to. These are the lies I tell. Travis telling Travis lies goes like this: You've earned it. You've eaten good for two weeks. What's, what's one piece pizza is not going to hurt? You've done a good job. You've done so well. Reward yourself, and then you have one, and then you have that that moment of guilt and shame. You're like, well, I've already had one, two. What's the difference between one and two? Then you've had two, and then you go home. You're like, well, I already blew it at lunch today. Might as well get some uh, a burrito and a taco for dinner. And then the next thing you know, you're right back where you were. It happens that fast. You got to stay strong. If you're, it doesn't happen often. If you're in that mode yep. right now. You gotta ride that wave as long as Couldn't you possibly can. So I'm actually surprised this was your answer. I thought you were gonna say, eh, "Screw I, it." I know this how is live. You live it once, and like as you crack open a beer at no. noon during the show and say, "It is what it is." You want to do something? I know Disney? how hard it is to make good decisions, and the only way you can do it is to keep doing it. Because the second you waver, it's like that that shot of heroin. Like, hey, look, I haven't done it in six months. One's not gonna. And then you're back in the alley. That's just the way that it works, and except for okay. needles, you got pizza boxes. Is this not a perfect example? <laughs> except for needles, that's that's a good call right there. Um, is this not a perfect example of how people? It's World War Three when it comes to pineapple. Oh, has it started already? Mason text sausage, mushroom, and and pepperoni, which is not that's a bad too. mix here. Sounds fine. I would switch out the mushroom. I want to throw some red onions in there. Sure, that sounds good too. Why not all of it? He says to hell with pineapple. That's fine. He doesn't have to have any. I know, but that's the point. The point is is that people draw a line in the sand and basically say you're either on this camp or you're on that camp. I think there are more people who discuss pineapple on a pizza than being Republican or Democrat. Well, I think we, that's a bigger topic right now. We're Switzerland. Right, we'd like if you want your pineapple. Well, well, great. If you don't, that's fine too. We're we're a hundred percent neutral on the uh, pineapple on the pizza. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit progressive.com. Quick congratulations to Daniel Ruiz in Upland. He's going to go see Miley Cyrus and Green Day. He won the tickets to the Super Music Fest. So are you going to go check that out? You have any pre Super Bowl plans other than coming and hanging out with me, Key and Kirk on Saturday at Buffalo? Wild Wings in Burbank. Okay, honest truth, the Super Bowl might as well be in Detroit because <laughs> I have nothing going on this week. I'm, I'm basically just living my life as normal as possible. Now, Sunday will be fun. I got some family that's going to be in town. We'll, uh, we'll get the whole setup going, enjoy the Super Bowl. That day will be fun. But like leading up, no, there's nothing really crazy. All right, so Jared Goff was asked about the Rams and asked about the Rams being in the Super Bowl and what does he think of his former team getting back to the Super Bowl. You know, the typical stuff, right? The, the team that you yeah. left goes and you know, and he took him to the Super Bowl. So he, he can speak to the experience of being through this and all. And he gave exactly the answer you'd expect. I'm very happy for the guys. I know how hard they've worked. I'm wishing them the best of luck. All of the things that you all, Well, he left expect. out one part. <laughs> Which was? I hope they lose by double digits. <laughs> You cannot tell me that Jared Goff is hoping that the Rams win this Sunday. Of course not. It's 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 what it's one of those lies you have to tell, yes. right? It's 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 and you say it like this, right? There, there's two ways to say it. You can say it like he said it, which is, "Hey, listen, I know how hard those guys have worked, and I respect them, and I've got a lot of friends in there, and I'd like nothing more than to see them win a championship because I know how hard it is to do it." That's what you say out loud, but what yep. you're feeling is. I hope they win the Super Bowl. Um, I know how hard they've worked. Um, got a lot of friends over there. And, yeah, I really, really, really hope that it goes their way. 
knowing that you hope that Matthew Stafford throws interceptions. Do you want to know what he's saying behind the scenes? When he's sitting in his car driving by himself and there's nobody else in there, I love the Bengals. I've always been a Joe Burrow fan. Go Burrow. Go Burrow. Go Bengals. Uh, Bengals by 30. Of course that's what he's saying. And, And listen, maybe we can take him by his word that that's how he actually feels. But, bro, you were basically – you were the finger was pointed at you as you are the reason why we cannot win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And not only did you get sent to a different franchise, Oof. you got sent to a different league. The Detroit Lions are not part of the NFL. <laughs> They're not part of the NFL. The only connection they have to the NFL is you are forced to watch how pathetic of a football team that is every single Thanksgiving. That's the only time – that's the only reason why I know – of the Detroit Lions, um, no, I mean it is what it is. But you got to try to say the well, right thing. But no you, way you have to say the right that. thing. Here's here's yeah. the thing that you can take to the bank. And I want to take a phone call coming up here in just a sec. Um, all of these guys, NBA players, NFL players, Major League Baseball players, hockey guys, soccer guys. If you are a professional athlete, you have exactly two things that are the reason you are where you are. Number one is you got touched by the gods and were given things that yep. the vast majority of us were not. I appreciate that. The, the other thing that you have, even if you're a nice guy, even if you're a mild-mannered guy, and Jared you Goff, I think, is both of those guys. Relentlessly competitive. Yep. Ruthlessly competitive. And if someone else has it, that means that you don't, and that bothers you. So Jared Goff can say all the nice things he wants. He doesn't want the Rams to win. I don't even think he wants the Bengals to win. I think he's just knowing that I'm not there. I want everybody to lose. No, he wants the Bengals to win. Definitely wants the Bengals to win. Do you remember um, there was – remember when Kobe and Shaq sat down? um, NBA did there, and I'm forgetting the exact show it was, but they've done this. Magic and Isaiah have sat down before. The peacemaking show. It was was whatever it was, right? And I, I don't know if you remember this, but Kobe was basically telling Shaq, uh, oh, I just wanted to – he wanted to pass Shaquille O'Neal in championships, right? Like there's – you think when, when Kevin Durant left the Oklahoma City Thunder, Russell Westbrook was saying, man, I hope he gets a couple in, in Golden State. Maybe he was. Like I have no idea, but I, I'm, with that, I'm with you that – He wasn't. <laughs> I'm with you that there's that competitiveness. Yes. Impossible for Jared Goff to be sitting back today saying, ooh, Stafford, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Good for you, Matt. Finish Good this off. Good for you, buddy. Really happy to see it go your way. Wish if it couldn't be me, I'm really happy it was you. Not a chance. Let's go to Thousand Oaks and Matt. Matt, you're all with Travis Lee. What's going on? Hey, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, the Hawaiian pizza is not good because nobody likes that Canadian bacon. You can get breakfast bacon, pineapple, yeah. and grilled. Uh, you put jalapenos on it. So sure. You got the sweet and the spice. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Matt. That sounds like a great plan. I, I haven't heard anything so far. Uh, we were talking about this the other night, Al. There, there's nothing you could put on the pizza that I wouldn't eat. There are things that I would choose not to order myself, but I'm. you're talking about I'm re- with you. gra- gra- uh, regular breakfast bacon, as he called it, jalapenos, sriracha, pineapple, pepperoni. Put it all. I'm in. You want to put veggies on there? Peppers, onions, sauce, and mushrooms, with, you know, whatever, olives. I'm, yeah, bring it on. Are, it's are pizza. You a, are you a deep dish guy or no? I prefer the other one, but again, I'm, I'll eat the deep dish kind. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm not yeah. a deep dish guy. 
but if it's in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Nothing better than the thin slice, bro. Yeah, a nice but no, I don't want it crunchy. Slice. I don't want it over. I want a little bit of chew, but I just want a, the the thin I'll crust. Take yeah, I'll uh, take you, you want it to like crunch yeah. when you buy your little, pizza? Little, little well done is. Uh, okay. I, I've even ordered it that way. Just get that get that crust a little bit. Let, let's keep it in there a little bit longer. Leave it in there an extra three or four minutes. Okay, I, I don't hate that, but it's it wouldn't be my choice. Look again, you and I we're kind of pizza pragmatists. Whatever you got. I'll eat it. Anchovies. Yay? Nay? Uh, no. No? You would not yeah. eat it. There's a pizza there that's got anchovies no, I, I on would it. You're eat not going to eat it. I'm, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to go back to this. I, the question is not will I eat it. I don't want it on my pizza. Yeah. If the pizza's there and there's anchovies on it, I will welcome him to my family. <laughs> Absolutely. Factor Cap, coming up next, can a grown man take his shirt off in celebration? You're going to have to ask two other grown men that question. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. Uh, just before we hop into Factor Cap, I have a take about all the men out there on uh, some dating apps. Uh, so so have you You guys have been off of dating apps, I'm assuming, or never on it in the first place. Travis so and I are active right now, <laughs> incredibly active right now on the dating sites. Oh, totally. But um, there's this one called Hinge where they have prompts on it where – People can, you know, pose a question and an answer, and it kind of can be a conversation starter. So men all over, not just L.A., everywhere in the United States always do uh, debate me on this topic, pineapple on pizza. I got to tell you guys, all the men out there, you're not unique. Everybody puts it out there. Just, uh, you know, choose something else. <laughs> but a better start. Let's go. What would be good? Out of curiosity, like, dude, what would what would be the one that go? Oh, okay, give me a good one. Okay, so one of mine, which I think is a it's an interesting starter. Well, one is like, you know, what are your bucket list items? And I think it's always interesting to do that. There's two 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 truths and a lie. Okay, I like so you that. Have to, one. You know, that's you have to decipher one. it. Yeah. And then another one that I have that puts me a little bit forward is like my my goal, and that's the prompt to get you on a date this weekend. And so I'm like, okay, that's my, uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty forward. And I'm like, okay, I want to see you in person. I don't want to just chat on an app. So Slee, if I had to go on a date, I think that I would, the person would get up and walk away about 10 minutes into it. I haven't been on a, a, a date date in 30 years. I don't think to I'd be, honest, I don't I, think I, I'd I fare think well. To, no, I, I don't think it has to be a date. Like 
you and I, when we're together for like 10 minutes, just talking on the side, I'm like eight, nine minutes in. I'm like, that, that should do it. Thank you, Trav. I appreciate the time. Uh, we'll Good see, luck. You on, see you on Tuesday. Yeah. Get the check. Check. Anyway. Uh, Ooh, my mom's calling. I got to bounce real quick. Sorry. All right. So uh, first factor cap is uh, Arkansas head basketball coach Eric Musselman last night uh, took off his shirt and partied after unranked Arkansas beat number one Auburn. So grown men should never party with their shirts off. Travis, is this factor cap? I would say no. I, I think that's cap. I think that certain men that can pull it off, I think it's it's entirely fine. I know Eric Musselman a little bit. He's a super enthusiastic guy. He is an incredibly not many muscles engaging guy, but he's also not overweight, right? So you could you can pull that off if you're and especially in a college environment, you're fired up, you got a big win like that. I'm okay with it. If you have a I don't know a certain physique, Al, like I don't know mine, then maybe leaving your shirt on at all times is better for everybody involved but if you're fit or it's the right environment and you're not going to gross everyone out i'm okay with it no i'm not only okay with it i think it's how confident are you in it that's got everything to do you with gotta it, right because because if the dude takes his shirt off and maybe he's not some chiseled model or something along those lines and he's just a regular average joe but he loves it, and he owns it. Everybody around him is like, yeah, how yeah, about reg- this guy? Regular average Joe is not like me. I'm, I'm like two and a half Joes. I, I'm, no, there, you need to be there one Joe. Of, there are a lot of Joes, <laughs> average Joes. I, listen, am I going to take my shirt off tomorrow and start running around L.A. Live? Probably not. You, you should. Know, if, 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 hypothetically, let's just say. What if your Raiders win the Super Bowl? I was going to actually <laughs> – I was going to say Lakers win the playing tournament. We're now we're talking. <laughs> now now we're talking. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. But I don't really care. I think the the context of it, it's college basketball. It's the head coach. Go freaking take your shirt Absolutely. off. Absolutely. All right. Next, uh, this, the rest are going to be pizza themed. Just so you know. So okay. you dip your pizza in ranch. Alan, is this factor cap? All right. Back in the day. When I was uh, probably 12, I was pulling that move. You know, I was also going to Jack in the Box, grabbing a couple tacos and dipping that into ranch as well. In today's world, I don't need ranch. You know what I will use? I use hot sauce. I use hot sauce. I, I like putting hot sauce on my pizza. I don't do it every time, but we. I was just at a restaurant a couple weeks ago. Um, really good wood fire pizza. I like hot sauce on it. I think hot sauce is a perfect thing to. I know you're not technically dipping it in it. You're putting it on it. I'm not using ranch. I've got nothing to add to this. That's exactly right. Ranch is for children and hot sauce is for adults, and that's the right answer. Next, you don't have to say it like that. With like what? I, I love I, my ranch. I, and I my gave pizza. the correct answer. Well, Emily, your pizza stuff is probably something you don't want to talk about, like to the world. No, I'm just. I, I think. I think I think there's a lot of people that probably use ranch on their pizza. A lot of people do things Hot wrong. Sauce. A lot of people thought Russell Westbrook was a good idea. I didn't make it right, did it? Hot sauce to me is uh, much yes. better. It's for much adults. Better. Ranch right. is for children. <laughs> so uh, next, uh, you always get a large pizza regardless of if it's just you. Travis, this is Dr. Cap. That is a great question. Um it's cap, but only very recently cap. I mean, this is, I'm talking in the last year or two, that if it were just me, you are 100% right. It is, the only the only debate is large 
or extra large or large plus a medium for tomorrow. Those With are some the, garlic knots on the side. <laughs> yeah, those those were the only debates going on. But now I have had to back off a little bit, Al. I can't quite muscle through that amount in a short period of time. If it's just going to be me, uh, it's probably not going to be a large. But I would never say never. Um, no, I I think I can downgrade to that medium if I'm if I'm by myself. All right, uh, it's cap for me too. Um, I, I'm trying to get what I need at the moment. And pizza is, I think, one of those where you're not having all the time. I'm at least try- not trying to have all the time. Which, by the way, um, I showed you the box. Pizza Hut just delivered a box oh, over yeah, here. Yeah, a box. They just walked through our door, Al, with looked like a dozen boxes. It's pretty good right there. It's pretty good stuff. It's going to be some variety there as well. Don't worry. I'll be back for the Lakers-Blazers game tonight, and we'll do some damage. Um, I'm typically getting a pizza that I think I'm going to have at that time. I'm with you on the, look, does it make sense economically? Go get a large and then put the rest in the fridge. But I'm trying to eat it at that time. I'm good with getting either a medium, personal, whatever the case is. So let me ask this to the group, kind of on that theme, Emily, that when you are by yourself, do you get one pizza or do you get like the half? And like, I, I kind of feel a pepperoni on one side. Or I kind of want like a sausage and onions on the other. Do you go half and half or you just go one thing across the board? Like I'm getting pizza, I'm getting one pizza, or do you cut it in half? Typically, I'm just, okay, I'm very, again, I'm very lame. You guys can judge me. <laughs> I just like pepperoni in my pizza. That's good. So I just get pepperoni pizza. Eat half, keep the rest on the floor. <laughs> Al, are you mixing it up? I haven't mixed up a pizza in a long time, but it's a good idea. It's a great idea. You know, it's why, why not have? I'm I'm a big fan of. I like I, I like a lot of different toppings, yeah. and to kind of parcel it out and say this is what I'm going to have on this side, this is what I'm going to have on that side. I don't do it often, but it's a good idea. Okay, last one. Uh, pizza rolls are the best frozen food snack. Alan, is this factor cap? Pizza rolls, the best frozen food snack. You have like tater tots, you have mozzarella sticks, you have all these other things that you could put in the, in the, in the freezer. Okay, so those, I'm going to go fact on this one. Those are pretty damn good. Like, I was trying to think here. I'm trying to, you know, think of There's all the different items. There's one other item get. that is close, but I think it is pizza. Go ahead, Slee. Here's the only problem with the pizza rolls. How do you not burn the living hell out of your mouth? How is that possible? You can't because you want to eat them. You need. It's easy to do it. You just got to wait five minutes when they come out of the yeah, oven. But, but nobody that's can five do that. Minutes. Nobody that's can five do that. Minutes. Exactly. You can't do. You know what? You know what I want to throw in there. I think pizza rolls are the best. I think it's a fact. But the other thing, and and I, I know we've all had them. Maybe not exactly this brand, but Trader Joe's has those little frozen mini tacos. Those things that you can put into the oven as well. There's a chicken one, there's a beef one, and you can put, I don't know, one or two dozen on a cookie sheet. And those things come out and they are fire, Slee. So do yourself a favor and get the frozen mini tacos. We don't get through this show anymore without you doing fire once an hour. <laughs> deal, deal. Will Trevor Bauer get fired by the Dodgers? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's more like it, Al. I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that seems more like it. I'm, I'm pleased with that one. Travis Rogers and Matthew Stafford in the home of the Rams. We're going to be calling them Super Bowl there? champs. Everything okay over there? No, What's I'm fine. On? You know what I had yeah. to do? So the, I told you the pizza game during the last break, right? Yeah, yeah. You left right at like we went right to break. I started doing the Slowman's read, what? and you were gone. Like I and I was doing the you get a you know and and you were gone. I was looking at nobody, and what a shock or surprise they delivered some pizzas so and, and you took off. I grabbed a couple of slices, yep, and took one down before I'd even gotten back into the studio, and then I had the second slice. And I took a bite of it right before uh, you and I were jumping on the Zoom roll, but I had to go put it on the other side of the room, so I, I physically can't reach it in the middle of the segment because I will not be able to control myself. It's It has to be out of arm's length or else I will eat it while I'm on the air, which would be disgusting. All right, shout out to Pizza Hut, National Pizza Day. They're uh, delivering some pies. I got mine as well. I'll go during the break. I'll go do some damage there, try to hold Rookie away from the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, rookie getting a hold of that spicy pizza might be a bad deal for you. Yeah. <laughs> he might be running around like his mouth is on fire. I'll have to give him a glass of milk or something to You know what? You'd be surprised. Out. Mind over matter for him. He's good. <laughs> Yeah, what if dogs do dogs have spicy things? Will they not eat it? Like, nah, like Rick, I'm not really a spicy guy. If you get the cheese slee, let me know. I'll dive into that a little bit later on. He's more committed than any other dog to eating whatever <laughs> whatever's in front of him. Absolutely. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Okay, so yesterday the L.A. District Attorney decided uh, that they were not going to press charges against Trevor Bauer. He has not been charged with a crime. He was issued a temporary restraining order, which was not renewed when it went back in front of a judge a second time after um, a woman had accused him of assaulting her. He said he didn't do it. This is where we were, and we were waiting for a long time for to, to see what was going to happen. Was he going to get charged with a crime? Was he going to get arrested? What what the what were the Dodgers going to do? The Dodgers basically sent him home when this whole thing started, yep. and they've they've separated ties with him, if not officially, unofficially. His teammates seemed very disinterested in any sort of association with him at all. He wasn't charged with a crime, which leads them in a really weird spot. Like he's really good pitcher, he makes a ton of money. It's a terrible look to bring him back in again, I think. Mm-hmm. So what what do you do if you're the Dodgers? Do you do you anticipate him pitching? I can't imagine a scenario where he throws another pitch as a member of the Dodgers. But I do think he'll pitch in the big leagues again. He'll do the rehab tour, the apology tour, whatever whatever it is. The I've learned my le- – I don't know what it's going to sound like, but I have a hard time imagining him not pitching again. So I don't know what the process is because they're in a lockout right now. I don't know if, okay, well, there's not much discussion or conversation or you got to wait until a collective bargain agreement comes into play. I really genuinely don't know. I I would be – he's got two years left, I think $64 million left on his deal. Impossible, impossible that he pitches again for the Dodgers. That's my assumption. That's my assumption here. Um, And and I think the Dodgers – there was – I mean, you had mentioned this when they originally signed him – uh, there were already some question marks about Trevor Bauer, right? There was already there uh, were a couple of things out. One just kind of you just have to read the tea leaves. Trevor Bauer is one of the best pitchers in baseball by mm-hmm. any measure. 
Sure. Why, why is he on a new team every year? That that's red flag number one, right? Why why is some, Clayton Kershaw doesn't go on a different team every year? Max Scherzer's not on a new team every year. It's 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 a weird deal that somebody that good moves around. So that kind of makes your antenna go up in the first place. Then the second thing that's much more directly related to the situation he finds himself in right now is he's had a history of kind of being a you know what on on social media in particular towards women. And and that's it's a bad look, right? It's just there's nothing. Maybe he didn't commit a crime by the letter of the law, but this is a really ugly situation. And the Dodgers, you know, they're a really good team and they want to win the World Series and all that stuff. But they also have some PR standards that they got to live up to. And, and just bringing him back in seems almost impossible. I, I think you're probably going to see at some point, like you said, he'll probably get another opportunity to pitch in Major League Baseball again. I don't think it's going to be with the Dodgers. And the Dodgers will kind of continue to do business as is. They have, um, they were competitive last year and had a chance to be in the World Series without Trevor Bauer. Um, they'll be competitive and have an opportunity to win the World Series this upcoming season, I'm expecting, without Trevor Bauer. So they'll nothing has been announced. They haven't said anything. But, again, I just go back to this. Would be absolutely shocked, and I think you'd get an incredible amount of backlash too from the media, from Dodger fans. fans. I, I think I think it's going to be a. Uh, I think they can read the room that they understand. All right, well, whatever just happened in that case, we're going to do our own thing. I think they were going to do their own thing either way. It's kind of a weird deal because you. <laughs> If he got charged with a crime, it's really easy, right? You yep. just say, okay, look, we don't we don't do this. It's the next, but that didn't that portion of the puzzle didn't fall into place for the Dodgers. So, can you refuse to pay him if if he hasn't, you know, air quotes, done anything wrong, technically by the letter of the law, or can you just hold this thing up and make it so difficult for him that he'll take, you know, a portion of whatever it is he's owed by the Dodgers to bounce, to leave, to to let the Dodgers, you know, kind of move on from whatever it is that they have left with him contractually, or does he want to fight tooth and nail? And the Dodgers can probably tie this thing up for a very long time. Look, Trevor Bauer is a professional athlete. Your window to be a professional athlete gets shorter every single day. Yeah. Whatever your maximum is, every day that goes by, it's one less day you get to do what you want to do. He already had virtually an entire season go up in smoke because of the situation that he found himself in. Does he want to do that again, or does he want to start the process of, hey, listen – I have to rehab my image. I have to go on and say what people want to hear, whether he means it or not. Who knows? Only he knows that. You know, his attitude about this stuff up to this point leads me to believe that maybe he's not feeling it in his heart. You know, only he knows the answer to that. Um, but can't you see a small market team saying, hey, listen, we've talked to him. He's he's seen that he's made some mistakes. He wants to do right. Everybody deserves a second chance. And oh, by the way, we've signed him to a, a very player or a very team friendly deal. And you get one of the best pitchers in baseball. These teams are mercenaries, right? Look, look, there are big guys that have done terrible things that end up on other teams over and over and over again. I don't think he's going to be the first guy that's out of baseball forever. Well, and I don't, I I don't think it's. It's got to be a small market team or anything like that. I, I think there will be teams that look at him if he's available again and there's an opportunity there. I, I listened to uh, – he had a – I think maybe a seven-minute, six-minute – I don't know how long it was. He posted something up on YouTube. It was his – now I get to I get a chance to talk. I get to tell my side of the story. It, it definitely sounded like somebody that um, – I, I, I let's put it this way. Whether it's with the Dodgers or not, this guy is going to – He's going to probably most likely be around baseball, and he's 
you know, fighting for what he's saying is his image and everything else. And I, I just don't think it's going to be with the Dodgers. This is an interesting thing, and, and you can weigh in on this eight seven 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 ten ESPN if you want to do it. If let's take the Dodgers out of it. Okay. Your favorite team, Team X, right? You're a Yankee fan. You're an Angel fan, Padres, whatever it is. They bring him in. Are you all right with that? Like, are you okay? Because he, he's a good player. He's a really good player. But the baggage that's coming with it, it's real, and it's ugly, Slee. It's really ugly stuff. Really ugly. Now, he says he didn't do it. Okay. The, the DA didn't have enough to charge him with a crime. So, okay. But are you okay seeing Trevor Bauer put on your favorite team's uniform? Yeah, I think you're probably going to get more fan bases to say no thank you, and then I think you're also going to get somebody to say, hey, you know what, it is, it's part of baseball. Not, not it's part of baseball. It's The idea is to try to win as many baseball games as possible, and you know what, this individual, he wasn't charged with a crime. You know, I think that that's an easy one to fall back on, it like is. you just mentioned. What makes it a little bit more difficult for the Dodgers is was – he wasn't charged with a crime, so now it does kind of fall on MLB. But can't MLB still there, – there's still they stuff can still that MLB him. can do. Yeah. yeah, they can suspend him, and they almost certainly will, but the suspension won't be a lifetime suspension. Sure. It'll it'll run its course, and I'm sure he'll appeal it, and I'm sure it'll get you know negotiated down to a, a smaller number. He he will be available to pitch before too long. That's, that's going to happen. It's just a question of whether or not you're comfortable with now pitching tonight for the – San Diego Padres, you know, LA Angels, San Francisco Giants, Oakland A's, Trevor Bauer, you you okay with that? And I I don't know how many teams would be. It, it just despite his ability, some somebody will. It won't be zero, but I don't know what the market will be for him uh moving forward. Speaking of the market, trade deadline almost exactly one day from right now. Almost yep. exactly 24 hours from right now. What do you do to get out from underneath the Russell Westbrook trade? That's coming out next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.